your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Not good in Avalanche land right now. They are now losers of four in a row. Uh, they lose four to one to Winnipeg. Uh, Kyle and I will break all this down. It's 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 chaos in Avalanche City right now, and should it be? So we will break everything down and kind of give you our two cents on everything going on with the Avs right now. First things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, lots of concerns, send them to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com and follow our show over on YouTube. Hit subscribe and get notified when a new show goes live. Okay, let's uh, let's talk about this because... <clears throat> Yeah, the Avs have lost four in a row. First time since 2019 that they have lost four in a row. And I don't know if it's because we're not accustomed to them losing this many games consecutively, or it's because it's so close to the playoffs. And you've heard on this show numerous times how you go into the playoffs usually simulates how you play in the playoffs. But I think it's a little bit different for the Avs because of who they are missing. I'm not trying to use that as an excuse. It's just a fact. You are down big-time members of this team. But I will still say, the the guys that you do have, you should still be winning games. So Mm -hmm. my my concern is not so much for the future right now. And by the future, I mean the playoffs. That's assuming we get guys back. Uh, which I'm going to assume that mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I can't guarantee it. Uh, but my concern is for the here and now. My concern is a four game losing streak. That's my concern. My concern is not the playoffs right now. We'll see what they have on their roster. Game one, round one. You would assume Mika will be back. You would assume Taves will be back. I, I don't. I, we've been hearing Landeskog maybe will be back, but I don't know. I mean, I think he is the one question mark for the start of the playoffs. Everybody else, I think, should be back. And if you yeah. have everybody yeah. else back, like up to this point, like the returns, it would be nice. It would be nice to see. It would be nice to see Taser come back, and be nice to see Landeskog come back. It would be nice to get the team back. We're getting the boys back together. That'd be nice. Let's go into the playoffs, get the boys back together. But honestly, like we say it, like if the season ended today, we'd be facing Dallas. On paper, this team that we're putting on the ice should beat Dallas. This team that we're putting on the ice should beat Winnipeg. They should beat Washington. They should beat Seattle. They're not. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. There's not a switch in Ball Arena that you flip and playoff mentality comes into play. This team has been in the playoffs. They've won the President's Trophy. They have been setting records. They don't want to tie this most points in a season record at all. It's They want nothing to do with it. We compared them to the 0-1 team. They want nothing to do with that either. This team has ran out of gas at the wrong time. Is it because of um, players leaving with 
maintenance and injury and rehab, you could say that. But if you want to make a pitch for Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr to be the cover of a video game when they can't even cover a puck line, <laughs> that's a problem. Like mm-hmm. Nathan McKinnon and Kale McCarr were invisible. That's a new one. They're superhuman, so their superpower tonight was invisibility against Winnipeg. Like if JT Comfer is your lone goal on a team this stack with Nazem Kadri, I'm a huge supporter of. Where were you, bud? If JT yeah. Comfer is your lone goal on this team against Winnipeg that has nothing to play for, what is going on with this Avalanche team? I don't know. Um, and I, I think my connection was going unstable for a minute. But what I what I was um, kind of going towards was <clears throat> the only one that, that, I'm, that I'm concerned about won't be there at the start of the playoffs is Gabe Landeskog. Mm-hmm. And if that is the case, if he's the only one who's out, <clears throat> this team should be just fine. They should be. But you are right. There, there is, you know, is there a switch that, that gets turned on? I think teams will, will put in maybe more effort because the playoffs are around, but that doesn't guarantee a win. You know what I mean? Like, every, and we were talking last week about everybody's just thinking when if Vegas somehow miraculously gets in, they're just going to turn it on mm-hmm. you'll see a better effort because it's the playoffs but you know if you're going up against a team like the abs who sh- who should be healthy i'm still very confident that the avalanche can win that series i'm still confident they can win the first round series no matter who they're playing i think you know it's hockey so they're going to be given a, a, a run and and uh you'll get the best from the other team and i think the avalanche can withstand that if all they are down is Gabe Landeskog. But if this is your team going into the playoffs, you have to have some concern. You do. Yeah. If you don't have, for whatever reason, if you don't have Miko Rantanen back, that's obviously a concern. If you don't have Landeskog, that's a concern. If you don't have Taves, that's a concern. You don't have those three guys. Yeah. Like we're seeing what they're doing. You said it. We're seeing what this team right now constructed is doing and they're not doing well. So to just assume that if this is the team, which again, I don't think it will be because you should have those guys back. There's some, so that that's where my concern lies is because we were talking forever, even after the trade deadline, how now this team has no holes. Mm-hmm. Like they, they are a physical team. They're a fast team. They can score. We're not getting any of that. And it's not just the guys we got on the trade deadline. It's all of them. You nailed with, with Nathan McKinnon. He was a ghost. He was an absolute ghost. I don't know where he was. Uh, Nazem Kadri, him, I think it was him and, and Bowen Byram. There was a puck kind of in no man's land and both of them. It's kind of like that pop fly that goes yeah. in between two, two players. And they both look at each other, like who wants it? And it, it, it led to a turnover and led, it didn't lead to a goal, but it was just another chance for Winnipeg mistakes were all over the place in this game for the avalanche. And when we're at 78 games in the season, we're not used to that right now. So yeah, it, it's not, it, they didn't look good. They had, they did not look good. It was bad. And when you start the day getting news that Frankie is rejoining the team, that it's not as bad as it looks. And you start the game with a one Oh lead. You start feeling good. Like, okay, we're getting back to normal avalanche hockey. The thing that's missing, you mentioned like at the trade deadline, we said this team has no holes. On paper, this team should be any other team on paper. Mm-hmm. 
the thing that's missing right now is the heart. There is no heart with this team. You see that with the passing. Like JJ is the scapegoat when it comes to the passing because of the turnovers. Everybody's turning the puck over. There's no heart in the defense. There's no heart in the forward core. There's no tempo. Tempo dictates everything. And this team has no heart and tempo, and they're just coasting through. And if you want to justify coasting because it doesn't mean anything, we don't want the President's Trophy, forfeit every game because it's probably better you don't get injured. You don't (laughs) want that. You get paid millions of dollars to win games. You've done it all year. Why not now? Yeah. I can't go that that down that road of like, you know, saying that that they don't have heart. Like I get it, but I can't like it they don't like w- once they were down, you know, they well they took a lead. Practically mm-hmm. they had the lead, one nothing. And then, you know, when once they they lost it, yeah, I mean it's just the the the, the eye test and watching them play was just like, here we go again. Now we have to battle back again. And we haven't been able to do that the past number of games, handful of games or three games anyway. Um, and it just, they just seem defeated and the game's mm-hmm. not over yet. That's the, that's where I am with it is they, they just look down and defeated and knowing that they they've struggled to get that one goal. Now you're telling us we got to get two to, to take the lead back in nine minutes for a team that just scores seemingly at will for most of the season, the guys that they have right now, you, you would normally say like, yeah, okay. We still have Nathan McKinnon. We still have, uh, um, you You can rattle them off. Yeah. Even if Burkowski does have a good shot, you have guys that can score. Lekkonen. Lekkonen. Yeah. And he almost had one today on a very nice Mm -hmm. pass from, from Nechuskin, but it, it's just not – it just seems like the wheels have completely come off and everything that was working for them in the past is not now. So that that's a concern. A week ago, we scored a touchdown on the Carolina Hurricanes. A week removed, we can't beat Seattle, Washington, a week, Winnipeg, yeah. for goodness sake. I guess what's a week from now? The playoffs. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. Is, is this I mean, how – like back and forth this team could go i would like to see us swing the other way but how far removed we are from hanging touchdowns to barely winning games that nine game winning streak seems like it was last year at this point it does so uh i think we both have concern it's a little bit different how we are taking the concern mine is immediate now and i don't like how they're playing clearly when you lose four in a row you're not gonna like how they're playing but i still feel good about the, the playoffs if we get those guys back. So we will, we'll see. But I mean, like you said, it's, it's a, uh, it's a week away. So th- <laughs> things, things got to get turned around quickly. Um, all right. More to talk about. First, we're going to talk about our newest partner and that is athletic greens, something that Kyle and I are using daily and it is a one scoop a day, delicious scoop. In your morning water, don't throw in anything else, nothing coffee or anything like like that. Yeah, just a little bit of water, a glass of water, scoop of athletic greens, and you're set for the day. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole 
food sourced superfoods and probiotics to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus, even your aging. Maybe we should send some over to the abs. And maybe you should start your day off with some athletic greens. Athletic greens. Yeah, athletic greens. <laughs> uh, athletic greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover. And it cost him about $100 a day. So he created athletic greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. It costs you less than $3 a day. And if you're investing in your health, it's cheaper than your cold brew and coffee habits. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself and you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do, visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, it's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, so still going to talk about this game. Um, <clears throat> over on Money Puck, who tracks all, you know, statistics and uh, they have a lot of good graphs up there. And, and one thing, you know, with the goalies, um, they're tracking, you know, uh, not only just shots, but the danger shots, low danger, medium danger, high danger shots. Against Darcy Kemper, Winnipeg had 39 low danger shots, 18 medium and six high danger shots. Now compare that to the Avalanche against uh, Hellebuck and the Avalanche, I'll just go straight to the high danger shots, one. A single high danger shot against Connor Hellebuck. And when you have a goalie as good as him, and yes, they're not having the best of seasons, but he is one of the best goalies in the league, that just shows you that they're, they're struggling to generate offense. And they yeah. were atrocious in transitioning against the Jets. Awful. They could not get the puck out of the defensive zone. And when they did, it's like they turned it over right away. The, the worst play of the game was the Cogliano miss when he didn't handle the pass. It wasn't, I mean, it, it was a pass you need to handle. I get, you know what I mean? But it wasn't right on the stick, but still it's near your body and you need to, to corral that and get the puck out of the zone created a turnover, created a, a, a Winnipeg goal. And there were a number of times the Avalanche turned the puck over in the defensive zone. Uh, Jack Johnson just whiffed on a puck, completely whiffed on it. Nobody, well, there was a guy around him, but it wasn't like he was under pressure and he just whiffed on it. And it led to a good chance. It, lucky That was when Kemper was you know stopping everything. It, it was just, uh, you know, but that one play, uh, the one with Cagliano was just a kind of a microcosm of the day for the abs trying to get the puck out of the, the defensive zone. You know, it doesn't bode well for the team that the best offensive transition of the day can be tracked, can be remembered, and belongs to Ben Myers. Like, 
he Which went one did coast, he have he had yeah. a coast to coast like he kind of wove in seamlessly and set it up which i was like wow we could set things up but he was he got into the zone and was able to stop and set up and didn't do anything just silly okay other than that forget about it the because play, you, you they're still not setting up on the power play oh my god horrible like what's it, happened to this power play you know is gabe landis guy like he doesn't he doesn't carry the puck in. You know, he camps in front of the net for, for the power play I'm talking about. That's his position. He's not responsible for getting the puck in the zone. So why are we struggling to get into the zone on a power play? I, You know, we talked about this in the Avalanche Twitter space, the Locked On Avalanche podcast Twitter space. Uh, make sure you join. Those are super fun. Yeah. Um, the Avalanche were winning games without Landis Gunn. This team has taken on a completely different identity without Miko Rantanen. And he, that's big. And we always talk about like how he's always starting the play. He's like aggressive in the forecheck. He's always starting the play. He's the fourth or fifth member to touch the puck on every goal. And I think that is the key ingredient that is missing with this team with how everything's set up and the passing and the offensive transitions. Mm-hmm. Is the the absence of Miko Rantanen, who apparently has bubonic plague or whatever it is. It's non-COVID related, yeah, so I we know. can make up whatever it is, but it's enough <laughs> to keep him out long enough that we can who knows what it is. Um, but yeah, I the avalanche have taken on a completely we've we've been without Nathan McKinnon, we've been without Nuke, we've been without many players right. so far this year. This absence with Miko Rantanen is extremely noticeable, the same level that when Nuke was out you missed it and when he came back you felt it i feel like we're going to do the same thing with miko because the identity this team has taken without him is something i don't want to repeat and i want to give miko a lifetime contract just because of such <laughs> i mean it's noticeable without him it's noticeable without landeskog it is on the defensive end wow mm. is it noticeable without devontaves yeah uh the the, the defense is struggling mightily yeah. mightily they and and I guess uh, Josh Manson wasn't even on the ice in the third. And I don't think that was due to coach's decision. I think, I think he got hurt somewhere. No, I, I, I mean, we're recording this right after the game. So something to keep an eye on. And I'm sure we'll get some more notice on that on, uh, on Monday, but he was one of the only two avalanche players with a, like he had zero on the plus minus. Yeah. JT Comfort and um, I think it was Abe Kubel were like plus one. Everyone else were taking minuses. Abe Kubel, Newhook was plus one. Newhook, Comfort, um, everybody else was negative or zero. <clears throat> I, but on the defensive end, like I, I thought the best defensive player last night was Bo Byram. I thought mm-hmm. he looked. I thought he looked good. You know, like he didn't get and well, he had one shot on goal. But I mean, again, and a, like, and a silly penalty in the first. Yeah, what was that penalty? What, uh, where is it? Uh, oh, the hooking one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, was... yeah he, he could have done without that. Um, but I thought he played a good game. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought he, you know, you could see the effort there from him. Um, but I, I think, you know, Sam Gerard struggled again. Um, he just, I, I think he's just lacking confidence right now. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but the, the, the defense, you know, you give up 44 shots. 44 shots you gave up yeah you, you stopped them over two on the on the on their 
power play. But it, it was like Winnipeg could do whatever they wanted to do. And again, that's not something you're used to seeing from an avalanche team. You're used to, you're seeing like clamp down D um, for some turnovers, have some good checks, get the puck out of the zone and away you go. And man, they, they struggle. That was, that was, we've been saying it all year long that that's kind of been like their Achilles heel is, is defensive to offensive transitions and getting the puck, uh, you know, a zone exit, clean zone exits. And then when they made the trades for Lekkonen and for uh, Manson and even uh, for Sturm, you're like, okay, those guys are good at doing so. Now those depth lines will be good at zone exits. And for the most part, they have been like, it, it was noticeable, but this last chunk of games, it's, it's gone away and it was on display or it was not on display. However you want to take that uh, against Winnipeg, that was a struggle to get anything out of that zone. And my God, you look at the heat maps. If you go to uh, natural stat trick and it just shows you, they, they just, they couldn't, they couldn't get anything going a couple times they did, but you don't want a couple times you want the entire game where, or I shouldn't say the entire game. That's the pipe dream, but you know what I mean? The and, most of the game you want to be in control and the Az had no control. And Oh, hold on. Breaking news. Mm. Um, did you know Eric Johnson played last night? I did because he had a very nice pass to JT Comfort. I want to give him credit for that. I want to give him credit for well, that, I, but yes. What a return to the roster. Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson. Hey, you know what? We were talking of, you're talking about zone transitions. Mm. Two most experienced defenders that we have who should know a thing or two about zone transitions, EJ and JJ. Yeah. And you're not getting it. You're not getting it at all. The tempo is off when it comes to just passing everything. Um, even though the avalanche, like early in the first period, were able to capitalize on a turnover. Well, Nuke had a really good shot off a turnover behind Winnipeg's net. Mm-hmm. Just getting anything moving is a challenge, which is, I think they're trying to do, they start out doing too much, and then everybody steps back waiting on somebody to get hot. Mm-hmm. And everybody makes those little passive passes, <clears throat> and nothing connects. And that's where a lot of the turnovers get in, because nobody really wants the puck, because nobody can believe in what they're doing with it. Yeah, I mean, I thought the the start of the second looked better. Uh, they, yes, they, they had. Yeah, they had a couple, you know, offensive possessions where they they were sustained offensive possession, mm-hmm. and then it's gone for like ten minutes, and it's just this back and forth game that they play. They get the puck in, and by the time they get the, you know, they're playing so much defense that when they finally do get the puck and can get it out of the zone, they have to dump it in and get a line change. Yep. They can't go and, and set up any offense because they're they're gassed. They've been out there for, for 45 seconds to a minute. So it's just it, it's they're they're not just clicking right now. And you know, you you want the guys that are out, you want them to come back now so they can get all that rust off. You don't want the rust worn off in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. So um all right, uh let's hear from Bet online and built bar, and then we have a sound check that we need to get to. Uh, this is a good sound check. So, uh, betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. And you can find the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, 
and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all the sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs to esports and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. It's betonline.net where the game starts. And of course, Built Bar, you know it, you love it, and you have not tried, or if you have tried, Built Bar Puffs. How amazing are the Built Bar Puffs? They're honestly one of my favorite things on earth right now. <laughs> it was the Colorado Avalanche, but after a four-game losing yep. streak, now it's Built Bar Puffs. Uh, they're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow protein bar and they're not just a protein bar they're more like a treat because they're covered in 100 real chocolate and they come in incredible flavors like cinnamony churro coconut marshmallow banana cream pie and even the regular built bars are covered in 100 chocolate as well and those can come in some delicious flavors like mint brownie coconut almond peanut butter they have like two or three different peanut butter kinds which are fantastic and mm-hmm. check out the website because they always have new and exclusives available that you got to catch pretty quick because they sell out yeah. fast. And most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So go to built.com, use the promo code locked 15 to get 15% off of your order. Once again, the promo code is locked one five for 15% off at built.com. All right, sir. Uh, sound check to get to and uh, loss number four. I used L train uh, for for the last one because uh, little this. did you know. I I, I kind of threw it out there to maybe try to like end it, but uh, it it continues. So uh, our sound check, our songs that we pick out that summarize uh, the most recent game. So what's your song that kind of encapsulates the Avs loss to Winnipeg? If anybody has stayed up till all the way through the night, turned on the television for an infomercial at 3.30 a.m., Al Strolls, the lead singer of this band, the lead singer for Ario Speedwagon. And he says, do you remember my song? <laughs> and it's, I can't fight this feeling anymore. <laughs> and he talks about this compilation album. I was going to say his other- compilation, yeah. It, it's it's him and he like literally sings it acapella and it's weird and it's really oh it's cringy oh it's so bad really? but he talks about all these other like it's one of those like four cd sets 76 oh, yeah. songs like oh and he's like actually, sitting on a couch and, yeah oh well what what's the lyric you, you, you threw out a lyric oh that's uh i've uh i can't fight this feeling anymore i've forgotten what i've started fighting for <laughs> like a ship without an oar <laughs> I actually saw Ario Speedwagon in concert. Really? Uh, it was it was Ario Speedwagon, <clears throat> uh, Sticks, oh, and oh, Arigato, Mister, yeah, and uh, Journey. Like it was a trio. Ooh, Journey was the headline, obviously. But I'll tell you, Ario puts on a show. Those guys, Damn. even at the age you're at, they can still they can still rock out. Good stuff. For me, um, I went with I I have this weird thing where like these albums that everybody thinks is like the, the worst that said band has ever come out with. I tend to find like beauty in those, you know what I mean? So, and for this, uh, this is, this is, this is Metallica's what many believe is like, why did they even release this album? But I've always liked it. And it's the title track from St. Anger. Mm -hmm. 
So I went with St. Anger because yeah, we're, we're, we're angry right now. Like we're, we're, we've had a great season. Uh, you know, we're, we're on the, ver- that's the other thing. 116 points for four games. Now we need three points to, to break the franchise record. And for four games, we can't get a single point. If we went into overtime on three of those four games, we would have the, that record, but we can't even get into overtime right now against these these teams so that that's where the anger comes in right here and now there's anger so i'm going say anger by metallica everybody hated that album until they released lulu and that became their worst album um it was oh that album is so bad but that's no, after saying anger yeah uh, they it? released it 2018 2019 it is oh my bad. god i it don't even bad 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 i'll bad. have to listen but to that then i bought saint anger day one and listened to it, and on the way home, was so mad at the album, threw it out of my car. Out the window, took really? the CD out, threw it out. I was done. <laughs> I have come back to that. I love that album so much. That song is so good. Yeah. When you say you came back to it, you mean like you drove to where you threw it out, and nobody picked oh, it, it up? Oh, was, it was gone, because, gone. Because it was so bad, nobody picked People picked it up, and like, I don't want that CD, and they threw yeah. it back out on the floor. Yeah. Uh, Especially after Loaded Reload, like you thought you're getting something else like in that same vein. And when you pick that up, that was without watching uh, Subkind of Monster, the documentary behind it. Yeah. Like you're like, this is not Metallica. You threw it out. I was done with it. Didn't it was probably another year and a half, two years. And then I went back to it. I mean, it's different. It's like they forgot to turn the snare drum on, but it's it has a different feel to it. I don't know. It's just no solos. Yeah, that's true. No, that's true. And that's not Metallica. I nope. mean, Metallica's built on solo. So, uh, yeah, those are our songs. Go to Spotify, follow the LOPN soundtrack, uh, sound check to uh, get all those songs that we list on this thing. So they're on that playlist. Well, I, I want to do one where we win. Like, it feels like so long since we've been doing since we win. So the next game, the next, the, the Avs finish what out. Better- what better game than the blues? Yeah. Let's get the I mean, music back with the blues. So uh and when's that game? That is uh is that Tuesday or Wednesday? Tuesday. That's Tuesday. Um, you know, a couple games left. So you got the, the blues, you have the Preds, and then you have Minnesota. So three division games, three teams that are they're playing well, especially the blues are playing well. Uh the wild have been playing well, and predators are in a playoff spot, obviously, but um okay we've had a four game losing streak if you get a three game winning streak to end the season people are going to be fine people will mm-hmm. feel like in, in in the public perception of the avalanche they will feel fine like the the four game uh losing streak was a hiccup it was just a bump in the road and now look they they've won three in a row against three you know pretty good teams and and that's how you want to you want to end on a, a positive note going in despite how they've been playing do you feel confident that the, again i go back to this team knows that they're not playing well they they, yeah. they know that the, that they need they can't keep playing this way so maybe they come out with a different mentality and you're playing the next two games at home that helps thank god we're home did you i mean i would have to think that you will see a different avalanche team maybe not in in, in roster just in effort against st louis if they go three for three in these last three games, everything I've felt in this four-game losing streak is gone. If they go two for three, it's neutral, negative. Like, I, 
I'm still a little concerned with how this team could perform when it comes to the playoffs because the last two games is theoretically what you would be seeing in the second round mm-hmm. with Nashville and Minnesota. That's theoretically your second round matchup. If they go one for three, we might have some problems. And what better way to get right back on track than against St. Louis? And it's a the Avalanche are in a measuring stick game. It's funny to be on the other side of it, but you want to see what you're made of? St. Louis is the team. Yeah. So we'll see. That's uh, I think the Avs are just happy to be home. Mm-hmm. Uh, a horrific uh, road trip, three-game road trip. So now you got two in a row at home. Win those two and then see – because the very – you get the, the Predators and Wild, that's back-to-back. So you're going home, then traveling to Minnesota. But, you know, you're, you're just – if you have a four-game losing streak, all you're worried about is this, this next one. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how yep. you, what the other two, game, two games are. you got to win this one. You do not want that to go to five. So we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow in terms of news. Uh, and speaking of, of news, we got good news with Pablo Franzos, who was, who was taking shots, has a nice little shiner, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be out at all. Um, so maybe he gets a, a start to kind of test his, his dome up here, taking some pucks off the off his the sore eye. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But you know, if, who's, who knows what's going on with with Miko Rantanen? It's just odd we've heard nothing from that. It's just so so. I I know. Well, they don't, all that you've heard is it's non COVID related. All right. Well, then what is it? Does he got does he got diarrhea or something like that? Great. Like, now our <laughs> sicknesses are being scaled like an upper body injury. <laughs> I know. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe he comes back and then that that's a completely different look right off the bat with him alone. So whatever happens, Kyle and I will be back tomorrow. Um, I believe we are going to record with Armando. I gotta get a hold of him, make sure we're doing that. So we might have a uh, locked on avalanche locked on panthers crossover for you guys tomorrow until then he is mr shaggy von doom kyle sullivan i am chris Vaselli, and this is the locked on avalanche podcast thank you for making this your first listen of the day and we'll see you guys tomorrow go abs go